Okay, let's get into today's episode. I want to be more consistent about posting the weekly flyer, weekly Weight Watchers update at the very beginning of the week on Monday. So I'm making a point to do that today. Uh, But before we get into that, I just want to say that I'm thinking of also starting another series. So this week I'll come on and I'll do our meditation from my Daily Word for Weight Loss book. But I also wanted to start reading in general, and I thought that we could read as a group uh, weight loss specific type fiction books, maybe not fiction, um, and then just wellness mental wellness books in general. Uh, This time around, to start this off, I would like to read the book Big Girl by Kelsey Miller, and it's called How I Gave Up Dieting and Got a Life, and it's supposed to be a hilarious and inspiring memoir about one young woman's journey to find a better path to both physical and mental health. So, She's a 29-year-old, Kelsey Miller. She's done crash diets, healthy diets, and nutritionist-prescribed eating plans. And she's been fighting with her body, and she realizes that there's no shortcut to skinny salvation. And she's dug herself into a hole, and now how does she climb out of it? And it's supposed to be really good. I've had it sitting on my bookshelf for years. And I thought, Well, that could be kind of fun. I mean, you don't necessarily have to read the book with me. I'll just come on once a week and talk about it. And if you want to skip that podcast, you can. Or if you want to tune in, you can. And I thought we would give it a try. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully I can make that happen. Um, It's a goal of mine to read more. I have been having a lot of nostalgia recently. And in a little way, it's been a little bit freaking me out (laughs) where I'll just be in a moment and then have flashbacks to parts of my life. Um, And a lot of them are positive memories. Like I had a flashback the other day of high school and maybe even elementary school. And they used to have us do silent, sustained reading when we were coming from recess. Did any of you have to do this? We would have our books and the entire class would be silent And we would all be reading our different books. And I just had a flashback to like hot summer, you know, hot days and the air conditioner being on and coming in and we're all sweaty from recess and the air felt so good and pull out our book. And I just like loved sitting and reading. And I loved the idea that like everybody in the class, the popular kids, the football guys, the jocks, the the nerds, the, the everybody would just sit and read for an hour. And I'm really into ASMR and sounds and textures. And I just even vividly remember the sound of like the crinkling of my book opening and the smell of the book. And it just brought a flash of all these memories. And I thought, I need to to make myself do my own personal SSR, sustained silent reading. So if you want to do that with me, let's do it. Okay, but um, talking about this week's little weekly series that WW has for us, it's all about being active. And we all know that activity is important, and they specifically talk about the mood-boosting neurotransmitters like dopamine, serotonin, and noradrenaline, which I've never heard before. Um noradrenaline. I'm not sure what that is. Um, 
And so how we can boost these transmitters, these mood boosting transmitters by being physically active. And it says by shifting our focus from down the road benefits to tangible daily boosts, we're more likely to enjoy and stick with it, we'll stick with working out. So I guess what they're trying to say, which makes a lot of sense is, you know, we might get focused on running a marathon or when I look like that fit Instagram girl, I'll be happy. Or, you know, it's more about the idea, I guess, of using that type of fitness to boost mood and give a little boost to the day uh, and get some healthy and happy dopamines and serotonins running through the brain. Um, and so they encourage us to write down an intention for being active that makes us want to do it. And once we have that intention, we can read it in the morning and we're more likely to exercise. So they have different quotes from people in WW uh, about running or boot camps or swimming or jump roping. Um, At the beginning of quarantine, I was as I'm sure we all were, personally, I was really terrified of the pandemic. Like I didn't know anything about it. It seemed like I would try to do all this research and figure out like, how does it spread? If I walk my dog outside, am I going to get the coronavirus? Like there was just so many unknowns. And so I remember for the first month or two of quarantine, I didn't go out Side and I did all my workouts indoors. I have a favorite YouTuber that I follow called Lucy Wyndham Reed. And if you are looking for a free and fun exercise motivational person, I highly recommend her. She's British, which makes her even all that more fabulous. And she just does exercises that are doable. I don't feel like I'm going to hurt my back, hurt my knees. I mean, she also has two ways to do it. So if you want a harder workout, she shows you that way. Or if you want an easier route or your body needs a less impact workout, she has a video where she shows how to do that. And I really like that differentiation. I also really liked it during quarantine. She was so cute. She goes on walks in her little British countryside and she films it. And then she will create a workout video with different exercises that you do with the walk in the British countryside as the entertainment to watch while you're doing the workout. And I'm like, that is so right up my alley. I would love to live in the British countryside. Put me there right now and I will be a sheep herder and just love life, love life there. Um. Yeah, so I was doing that, and so that's something that I do enjoy doing, but I seem to be an all-or-nothing person. Like, I was all about that, and then now I'm just kind of all about walking. And so, other than that, I've been trying to walk in the mornings for two miles, three miles. Maybe I get my three miles in at the end of the evening if I'm lucky. I've been really trying. I'm in Al-Anon, so I attend Zoom meetings for my recovery program. I'm trying to do those meetings instead of sitting. I'm trying to take those on the road. I have my wireless headphones from Apple, which have been such a lifesaver. I just always have to make sure they're charged. 
because then I don't have cords that I have to deal with when I'm out walking and it makes it a little bit easier. So yeah, I've been walking during my meetings and uh, walking is a hit or miss. Any type of exercise is hit or miss for me. So when I lost myself, which was essentially in 2013, I think I had buildup of several years of being a teacher and getting laid off every year. And then my dad died. My mom got sick with a botched gallbladder surgery. And that was really, my mom and I were very close. And that was happening around that time. And I was teaching in a new school. I had moved to the wine country I didn't have any friends. Needless to say, my whole nervous system kind of took a big tank. And it got to the point where I couldn't walk. And I know that's going to sound really weird and really crazy. And I don't even know truly how to describe it. I was having such anxiety and panic that I couldn't even walk like out the door and go for a walk. I felt like I was, I felt the way I described it to people is I felt like I was a leaf or a really thin branch that if the wind came, I would just knock, be knocked over and collapse on the ground. And it was really scary. And it was really uh, a test of my inner willpower after my partner cheated on me this kind of really reached a culmination and I had to fight back every day to get out and take steps and walk. And eventually after three years, I mean, I, it got a little bit better each month, each, each um, season, each year to the point where now it's not as bad, but um yeah, I I don't I don't know what to say about it. It was just a really hard time. And exercise in general has been that way for me. Like I remember in college, I signed I watched the show Biggest Loser, and there was a woman that was on the show who was from my area. And I ran into her at a St. Patrick's Day party in Los Gatos. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so impressed with you, blah, blah, blah. Where are you working out? And she gave me the contact information for a personal trainer. So I was like, oh my gosh, if I can get connected with him, like, and she's had such amazing results. So I started working out with him and he was very much of, and I'm not saying this, if you are into CrossFit or any of that, like really high intensity working out, more power to you. Um, that was kind of his gig. And on maybe it was like the 10th session that I had with him, everything was fine. I did my workout. I would drive an hour after teaching to go to where his gym was to work out. And I came home and I, at the time, didn't know what a really bad migraine was. And I got a migraine and I lost my vision and I panicked. Like I'm all I'm already kind of hypersensitive about my health. And it must have been that like I didn't eat properly that day, or maybe I didn't have enough water, or maybe he didn't give me enough breaks. He was very much like push yourself to the point that you're gonna throw up. And I did. <laughs> and I came home that night and it was the scariest thing ever to not be able to see. I eventually ended up in the sh- like a hot shower and it must have helped my 
blood flow in my brain and my vision came back and I didn't feel as horrible, but it's traumatized me. I ended up quitting working out with him because I was like, that was so scary. I cannot do that anymore. Um, so I've had these kind of traumatizing incidences and really it's just the lesson that I've learned is I have to find things that work for me and I have to know that my anxieties that come up in my life are going to be something that I have to work through. Um, and so thankfully my dog is a great motivation to get out and walk. She's actually here right now with me as I do this podcast. I'm sitting at my desk and she loves to crawl under my desk and sit by my feet. Um, and it was a great lesson to me that in, especially, you know, back then there wasn't that much social media, but in this world of social media where it's like all of these, you know, like I said, CrossFit or take the protein or the energy drinks or, you know, all these maybe quick fixes or high intensities or Pelotons or all these different workout things. I know personally, I have to find what feels good for my soul so that I keep doing it and my body feels good doing it. Walking is low impact on my body, which already has back pain, knee pain, sciatic pain. So it's good for my body. It aligns my back. And I sweat. I mean, I'm out there power walking for three miles and I come back and I am dripping and I feel really um, accomplished. And then my other personal exercise of choice is Pilates on a reformer. There's just something about a Pilates reformer that is just so relaxing to me. And it's helping me build muscles, which I think, check, check, if I can be relaxed and feel like I'm not even working out, that is a total plus. Um, So I get that. I totally get that. I definitely think that I'm someone that has low serotonin, low dopamines in my brain. Back in college, um, I was on some antidepressants. and I can't even remember if they really worked or really helped. Me, personally, I was on them and then I got off of them and but just kind of go in the all natural way. Um, but I do think that that's in, in my DNA. I mean, my dad turned to alcohol to cope with his sadness and his whatever mental stuff he had going on. And so I just, I know that that is important that exercising, not only probably for the chemical, um, impact it's having on my brain and my hormones and all that, but also just because it gives me the motivation that I've accomplished something, you know, like, and I've, I'm really bad at self-care. Self-care is really hard for me. I tend to throw myself into work and throw myself into distractions and parenting myself and self-care and taking good care of myself is not something necessarily that comes, or I'm even aware that comes second nature for me. So when I go for a walk, I think it's good for my mental health and well-being because I go, oh, that was good. That was something I did that was good for myself. And then to just not compare myself to what other people, don't compare my insides and what I like doing to what everybody else has got going on. I struggle to be, you know, doing the squats and doing the, I don't have any. and, And like I said, this is my personal experience. And if you are going to the gym and working out, I have so much respect and I honestly wish I could be more like that. But for whatever reason, the gym 
does not interest me at all. You know what does interest me is swimming. Gosh darn it, I would love to have a swimming pool or one of those ones that are so in trend right now. Um, one of my friends has them. They're like the narrow long pools that have the, it's almost like a wave in the pool. So it has resistance to pretend like you're swimming, um, even though you're in a very confined pool area. I would love to swim more. Swimming makes me feel like a mermaid. And I know it's really good on the body. Uh, I would, there was one point that I was doing swim, like swim therapy, physical therapy. And it was absolutely incredible. I was the little girl growing up that when my family would go on vacation, my favorite thing to do was to be in the aerobic, the water aerobics class with all of the women that were in their 70s, 80s. Um, My mom used to think it was hysterical. She wouldn't do it, but boy, I was in there doing the water aerobics with them. So I know that there's a mermaid in me that really, if I could fulfill that swimming workout fantasy, I would be totally riding high on serotonin and dopamine and happiness. What is your, what have you found that is an activity that you can do that uh, really gets your blood flowing and improves your mind and your happiness? Uh, Another thing that is cool is music. I know when I run and listen to my favorite music, that totally boosts my mood. Um, When I'm on a walk, you know, if I'm not listening to an Al-Anon meeting, I might listen to a podcast. Uh, that really, if it's, you know, I try to be selective of what I listen to, um, so that it's inspirational. And, you know, I even done the calm app has walking meditations, which I think I've talked about before. And those are really cool too. I highly suggest those. Uh, yeah. So it says this week's word is powerful, powerful. That's our word for this week. What can we do to feel powerful? Uh, Tomorrow, I'll be coming on and talking a little bit about last week's weight journey and my weigh-in. And I have to tell you, I was not feeling very powerful this weekend and going into this week, but I had a Costco delivery delivered today uh, with a bunch of healthy things. I did not know that Costco has turkey bacon. So that's a game changer. I bought some turkey bacon from Rayleigh's and it was horrendous. Like you couldn't even pull a strip out of the package. It just crumbled apart. And I was like, this is not going to work. But my favorite lunch slash breakfast, I've been eating a piece of cheese for breakfast. And then I go, I find that just having a little bit of cheese in my system sustains me from waking up, going out on my walk, and then I'll come home after my walk and make a little bit more substantial food. Uh, But I got really big tomatoes from Costco. So I've been doing the Oro Wheat Sandwich Thins, just a half, which is two points, a tablespoon of light mayonnaise, which I think is another point, Um, some of the... uh, slice of the turkey bacon, which is a point. And then um, I sliced a tomato today because I love fried egg sandwiches. And then I put a fried egg on top with, it was not with any oil or butter or anything. I just have a special pan that will fry the egg. 
so, so good. I just could eat those every single day and it was filling. I ate that at nine o'clock, I think today, and it lasted all the way until I looked at the watch and I was like, how is it already one o'clock and I am not starving? So powerful to me is setting myself up with the tools needed to be successful. That is how I'm trying to show up this week is powerful, that I have lots of options in my fridge to choose from. And, um, and then I'm also trying to, you know, I last, let's see, here I go again. I'm going into what my week is because I just like talking to you and I'm probably going to have nothing to talk about tomorrow. Um, but I learned the hard way last week of dipping into going into the negative with my weekly points and how hard it was to pull myself out of that hole. And so going into this week, I'm trying to be very protective of, I've got my fifth points are working again, and I'm just being super protective of my points. I don't want to give up any of my weekly points right now. I just want to stay in my fit points. Uh, so tonight I had, I'm, I think I have five points left and I'm talking to myself, like, do I want to be of the mindset of, well, I have five points. Why don't I just use them? Which is a slippery slope for me because one snack might lead to two snacks, might lead to three snacks. Um, or am I going to kind of take a more powerful stance and be like, okay, that's good. That'll do pig. Not, I don't mean that to myself in a negative way. That's just the quote from the movie. <laughs> Um, that'll do. Uh, and then removing myself from the kitchen and just calling it a night and being done. And then looking at the two sides of the coin, which is one side is eating something and being satisfied maybe on that food comfort level, or maybe the power that can come with not choosing to eat anymore. Cause really I'm not hungry. And the power that comes from that empowered choice and feeding off of that energy versus, you know, succumbing to that comfort food eating. There you have it, friends. Um, I hope that you had a good weigh-in day, that um, there's so many of you tuning in and leaving me nice comments on my podcast. And, you know, you can always come. I think the best place to find me and what I'm all about is SheilaJaneCo.com and it's S-H-E-I-L-A and then J-A-N-E dot co, C-O. Um, I'm in the middle of my earring launch right now. I've sold out of several pairs. It's my wedding collection launch because I was supposed to get married on August 1st and I'm so proud of this earring collection um, and yeah, we almost had a fire today at the ranch. I have my fiance is remodeling the ranch that he grew up at. That's where we're supposed to get married and just want to make a long story short, but I left a bottle out, a glass bottle filled with water on the table right outside of the RV. And my fiance heard the fire alarm going off and he saw smoke coming out of the RV windows and he panicked. He thought there's a fire in the RV. Well, it turns out I left the windows open and there was a fire outside of the RV on the table. The refraction of the light, and I'm no scientist, must have heated the bottle and it 
sparked, which is so crazy because there was water in it. I just do not get it. I don't get it. Um, if you're a scientist, can you please explain this to me? <laughs> so the bottle of water caught on fire and thank God the, the travel trailer had working smoke detectors and that's how he was alerted to put out the fire. Um, yeah, so that was crazy. That was absolutely crazy. Uh, I just can't even, I can't imagine if he hadn't been home if he wasn't a firefighter and he didn't know what to do, like, wow, fires can start at a moment's notice without, with just nature. It's just nature. Anyways, um, I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you very soon. If you want to get, oh, I was in the middle of saying my website. If you want to learn about the ranch, my earrings, my about me, I have a whole about page on there that talks about like my life story. Um, all my Instagrams are linked there. Like it's just a great play, a great hub. I also have my a Weight Watchers tab that I'm trying to update every week. Um, and then if you want to get that book by Kelsey Miller called Big Girl, How I Gave Up Dieting and Got a Life, and you want to read it with me, I have no idea how we're going to do it. I don't know if I'm going to try to do a chapter a week or more. I'm just going to kind of play it by ear. Um, and so we'll see how that goes. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.